Sports buds are back, everyone. We're here again for the playoffs. We survived Wild Card Weekend. Super Wild Card Weekend. Don't forget the super part. Nope. Can't forget <laughs> about that one. We've arrived at Divisional Playoff Weekend. Some of us made it. Some of us did not. The ones that didn't make it. Nick Kerr, let's start with you. Welcome. <laughs> How are you doing? I, I, I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. Uh, Definitely better than most expected. It, they had a chance toward the end, but it is what it is. Something to build upon. I just... Get a shot. A healthy least... roster, that would have been a different game. So, before we introduce other hosts, we'll get into it a little bit with Nick. Um, we talked about it, Nick. Successful se- Like, do you walk away with some positivity? Like, Tua would yeah. have been in that game. I feel you guys would have won that game. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's a, this one video that's going around Dolphin social media about this guy just showing this this kid he's crying because the dolphins lost and he's very upbeat about it trying to teach this kid and i feel like i'm more like his personality rather than the crying kid right now so i take it as a a successful season something to build upon the kid though he's probably getting bullied by people in josh allen jerseys let's be honest (laughs) yeah all right so, speaking of people that did make it, congratulations, Mr. Tony Reyes, your Cowboys beat Brady, and that's where we're going to start with this show. Tony, first off, how you doing? Then talk to us about beating Brady. Continuing on in the playoffs. It's amazing. Cannot be doing better. Speaking of bullying, Tom Brady was bullying the Cowboys <laughs> for too long, okay? He's bullying the Cowboys for too long. It was time. The Cowboys stood up to him. Finally, 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 I can raise my hand and be a part of that. I beat Tom Brady club like the rest of everybody. Not only did they beat Tom Brady, they humiliated him. He looked like he was afraid to get hit. He looked like it was time. It was time. You need to retire, Tom. You need to retire. Like passes in the dirt. Like it wasn't even competitive. Like Dak Prescott's looking like one of the best quarterbacks in the league. And this guy's looking so average it was so weird to see that tom brady was looking like pathetic i was like what is happening and even as the cowboys were just dominating that game six six zero twelve zero eighteen zero i'm just sitting there like waiting this is one tom brady pass away from being a close game one tom brady pass away then all of a sudden it's like 24 to six and i'm like dude they're not coming back like it's over they can't like they can't do anything. They can't run the ball. Like they can't stop them. Like this is pathetic. It was ridiculous. I will say it. That game sucked. Um, yeah. <laughs> like I had never thought that Tampa Bay was going to come back in it. it. Just kind of further proved that they didn't really belong in the playoffs. Um, just not a game. Very on par with Monday Night Football this yeah. season, though. Pretty much. I will say that. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> basically every Monday night game hasn't gone the way we expected yeah. it to. So better luck yeah. to Joe Buck and Troy Aikman next season. But <laughs> yeah, um Brady just didn't look good. Bucks didn't look good. So I will say that. I hope you guys um don't, you know, get too fired up from this win, realizing that it was it was not a good team. So I'll ask this and I'll start with Nick. 
Um, is Brady retiring? Does he come back? If he does come back, where does he end up? Oh, I think he does come back. And for the, I mean, he's still out there playing. He still made the playoffs. I think it's going to take him not making the playoffs to make him retire because he knows once he gets to the playoffs, he has a chance depending on the roster around him. And I don't think he stays in Tampa. I think he might fill uh, car shoes in Las Vegas. All right, Tony, same question. I think he he's going to retire. I think that he can do what Nick is saying, and but he has to be in like the perfect situation, and I just don't think that exists in the league. I don't think there's any team that's going to be like in the perfect situation, like like when he went to Tampa the first time and when Matt Stafford went to the Rams, there is no team that's just like ready-made waiting for Tom Brady to get in there and they're all of a sudden going to be a contender. Me that, thinks you're overlooking someone. That team does not is not there in the league. Like there's You're no going to hate it when I say it. I think you're overlooking them. What? San Francisco 49ers. They're not going to get Tom Brady. I don't think why so. Not? Why wouldn't they? Because they have this whole Brock Purdy Trey Lance yeah, situation a... they have to figure out. And they don't I'm... have money. They don't have I don't know. All things that Brady would sacrifice and has in the past. And, and like, what, what do they have that, like, say, the Raiders necessarily have advantage of? So, I mean, the familiarity with uh, Josh McDaniels. That's true. But they have a, they don't have like, I don't know. The Niners have a good defense, like, but I don't see them like changing their team to go after Tom Brady. Like, that just be wild. I know. I just, that's, I'd say that. Well, you just said that there was no team that's just like perfect for him to step in and just win, like there was with Tampa Bay. I think it's the Niners, but I don't think he retires. I do think he ends back up in Tampa, though, of all places. But no way he goes out on an 8-9 and nine season and a playoff loss. But like, so, this is how they were all season, though. This is like you're saying, that they weren't a good team. This no. At what point did anybody say Tampa was good and Tom Brady was good this year? So how is it going to just magically get better? <laughs> like, that's what I don't understand. To be fair, he had a lot going on in his life. It does affect people like that. That could be the outlier here this season. Not necessarily that he's washed. So we need another, I guess, statistical data point. And hopefully next season's it. If he plays again like he did this season, then yeah, it's you're washed. You need to leave. Yeah. But mm, I think it was it was a combination of a lot of things going on in his world. So we will move on to quarterbacks that possibly end up in different destinations. Um, we watched the the Ravens lose to the Bengals. They actually kept it a lot closer than we thought it would be. And it turned out to be one of the better games of the weekend. We thought it was going to be a butt game. But Lamar Jackson, what's next for him? Tony, I'll start with you. Lamar Jackson is breaking up with the Ravens. He's like letting out all the bread comes breadcrumbs that you do to break up like him not being on the sidelines for that game him just like 
all these little Instagram posts, these passive aggressive, you need to appreciate what you have when you have it. It'll take care of you if you take care of it. Like all that he's just like laying the breadcrumbs. He is leaving that team. Like if they don't pay him that what he wants, he doesn't have an agent. So he obviously has a number and he's like, that's what Deshaun Watson got paid. This is what I'm worth. And if you don't have if you're not meeting that number, don't talk to me. Figure out what you're going to do. And I don't know if the Ravens are going to pay him, man. I feel like that playoff game was close, closer than people thought. So maybe they're like, we don't need to pay him. We can just like use that money we would pay him and surround surround this team and just find a mobile quarterback and have Tyler Huntley do this. I don't know. I really don't know what they're going to do. It feels like to me that he's out that he's not playing for them next year. He's going to be on a different team. They'll franchise them, and then some other quarterback desperate team will come in there and trade picks for them, like the Panthers. Like someone like that will come in there and just be like, yep, Lamar Jackson's our quarterback now. This is what we're doing. Like the Colts. Like, yep, this is what we're doing now. We're, we're making this deal. But he does not seem like he's playing on the Ravens next year to me. Nick? I completely agree with you. This, the, he's gone from there. But another team I'd like to add on there is Think about him as a Tennessee Titan, him and Derrick Henry in the back backfield. Yeah. Okay. Okay. To the Ravens defense, um, <clears throat> Deshaun Watson has not played to expectations from the game sample size that we did get. So that contract looking uh, a little yikes yeah. at the moment. So that's definitely going to hurt Lamar Jackson's chances. And then also just – I. I get a glimmer of RG3 with the injuries mm-hmm. from him of just like, are you worth a contract, especially yeah. one that size? I don't think he is. I think at best you'll get him for another two years at his prime. Yeah. So, all right, moving on. We kind of predicted it here, so we'll talk about it. The Vikings choked. <laughs> <laughs> Um, to the uh, expectations of no one, I guess. <laughs> uh, let's talk about Nick Vikings choking. Like that's just they. Yeah, I mean, we've been saying it all year. That you know, I mean, especially you, you've been saying it. But I think I said on the last uh, episode that they've been their luck was going to run out with these one score games. And it happened to be they lost by a touchdown. Tony, I'll ask you this. What what is it with this Vikings team? Like they, they have a different coach. They they've gone through just a, all kinds of different offensive weapons over the years. What what is the problem? Why why does it seem like they just choke in games like this to the point where they're predictable? Kirk Cousins, man, that's mm-hmm. that has to be the common denominator. That has to be it. Just what a, what a terrible decision with the game on the line. He just doesn't. He just doesn't inspire people to follow him. He's not a good leader, and I just don't think. I think at the bottom, like at the end of the day, all of those Vikings team, all of those Vikings players knew. They're like, dude, we're gonna blow this game. Like something's gonna happen. Kirk Cousins is gonna screw us. Something is gonna happen. And they have that, like, just they have that dread, that ghost of dread. And the Giants, they just kept making plays and they they just didn't turn the ball over. And so I was like, all right, well, this is obvious. The Giants are going to win this game. And 
Vikings couldn't stop the run. They couldn't stop anything that the yeah. Giants were doing. I was just like, my goodness, man, don't even deserve to be in this game. It's way closer than it should be. Brian Dave, all to his credit, came in there with just some old school football and yeah, ground and pound, kicked ass. Um, mm-hmm. But Vikings, I just, I don't know what you do if that's like, I don't think getting another quarterback necessarily solves that problem. I think you can bring in Lamar Jackson and they're still probably choking in playoff games. I have no, I have no idea. I don't know. I don't know how to fix that. All right. So, well, with the Giants is Tony, you've been doubting him all season. Daniel Jones, good. No, he's not good. He's not. He's not, but he got. He's gonna get. He's gonna paid. get a shit ton of money. Yep. Yeah, he's gonna get paid. He just the earned price is right for him. That's for sure. <laughs> that's right. The price of the brick went up. I'm telling you, he is gonna get paid all kinds of money. Franchise tag money is like thirty million. He won that playoff game. Has a chance to win another playoff game. He's getting paid. He's getting paid by that Giants team. Like the worst possible situation for them happened. Like this is this season happening when they had to determine if they were going to pay him or not. Cause like, there's no way Daniel Jones is worth that type of money. He's like an average quarterback at best. You cannot, you cannot mm-hmm. win if you pay him more than like 25 million. But like usually if- what we find out with those contracts is yes, they're big in the moment, but then they quickly fade within a couple of years and look fairly reasonable. Um, yeah. Like three once years. The market yeah. market. Yeah. Know, once, the, once the cap starts to climb a little bit. Yeah, I guarantee you. Yeah, once Lamar Jackson gets paid, that's gonna mm-hmm. skew the market quite a bit. So <laughs> it might be better <laughs> to just pay Daniel Jones before any of that nonsense happens and get it out of the way. But I, I don't know. That's where I just sometimes QB contracts are overrated in that regard. Of they do even out over a couple of years. That that does mean he needs to play reasonably well over the next couple of years, but. I see him as just another Kirk Cousins, essentially. Um, but that that gets the job done. Yeah. Nick, thoughts on Daniel Jones? I mean, unfortunately, I didn't really get to watch that game. I was driving back. So a lot of that, I'm not really sure. And I really haven't watched much Daniel Jones. <laughs> so I don't. You and the rest of America. Yeah. <laughs> So I I leave that opinion to Tony because that's okay. within the division. He sees them a few times a year. So, hey man, pay him. I don't think anybody would take him over Dak. I don't think anybody would take him over Jalen Hurts. You pay him to be mm. the third best quarterback in the division. That's on you. Good luck. Yeah. Hey, we'll see. We'll see how it goes down. All right. First time since two thousand two, three ta- teams from the same division made this round. The NFC least to now the <laughs> NFC beast. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Giants, Eagles, Cowboys all in the playoffs. Did not did not have this on my, my bingo card, I, I no. will say. So congrats to the NFC East. That's all right. right. Topic Nick definitely knows and definitely watched. Two expects to return in 2023. We talked about it a little bit. Um, thoughts on that? You just 
I we talked about it. I think you guys would have won that game with Tua. Yeah, I, I mean, I agree with that. I believe if Tua was healthy for that game, we probably would have won because you look at the first two games, we were competitive within both of them. So I think there's a lot to build upon. And yeah, excited for him to return in 2023. NFL doctors come out, say <laughs> that he is no more susceptible, susceptible to concussions than any other human being. So I think that should just end the debate. He has a whole off season to prepare. Coaching staff is going to teach him how to fall. So I think that could help alleviate some of these injury concerns. Because as you could both both agree, Tua took a major step when healthy this year. Great. Do you try and bulk up that offensive line at all? Mm -hmm. I believe so. I think we're going to hopefully in the draft focus on offensive line and maybe some more corner help because we went through plenty this year. Re reliable running back would be good as well. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just a I wouldn't mind resigning Mostert and uh, Jeff Wilson, see a full season of them together. They know the, the McDaniel system, so it should help. Maybe they draft a guy late round, help him develop underneath because we got no high draft capital this year. You guys have that one. We got that one. Sean Payton might be taking that one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Tony, any thoughts on Tua? Man, I hope he can come back. I hope everything's good. I hope that they set him up for success. They teach him how to fall. They can build an infrastructure around him so he can continue to develop into what he was doing, which was, like, amazing. I, so I don't know. I hope that that happens. I know there are going to be changes among the coaching staff, like you said. And hopefully they can use that draft capital well. Yeah. I think when you do just a root cause analysis of the Dolphins season, it is just got to keep Tua healthy. Mm -hmm. And so that, that's got to be the focus of the offseason. Keep him healthy. You're a different team. Um, then also getting an, a, a backup that can stay healthy as well. Yeah. Um, we all know Bridgewater is just not that guy in terms of health and reliability. So let's say move on from him. Um, mm -hmm. All right. Hey, if uh, Lamar ends up going to the Titans, I wouldn't mind Ryan Tannehill coming home. Interesting. Interesting. All right. I'll keep my eyes open for that one. Um, <laughs> Chargers going to charge. What can I say? <laughs> I told you so. I told you so. Everyone doubted me. Yep. Chargers. That's just that's what they do. Them and the Vikings. Death, taxes, Vikings choking, Chargers charging. It's life's inevitabilities. Tony, let's start with you. You were high on the Chargers this year. <laughs> you were high on Herbert this year. Yeah. Didn't pan out too well. What happened? They should have won that game. They should have won that game. And it's like hard. I mean, like Herbert's getting no heat for this loss. I've heard nobody talk bad about Herbert this entire week. And I, it was like, I think about that game and I'm like, Herbert did nothing. Like he didn't, like, I don't, I can't recall any plays where I'm like, oh, you could have made that throw. That, that might've changed the game. Like it was literally like the most boring offense imaginable for mm -hmm. the chargers. They couldn't do anything. Like that includes you though. I didn't hear anything from you this week about 
I, Herbert I, I, not delivering Herbert the goods. Wrong. Like he, there was like literally nothing that he left on the field. Like they just they couldn't hold the ball away from the Jags, and their defense just got cut up by Lawrence in the second half. Like he, they had no turnovers. He didn't. He didn't do anything to help them win. He didn't do anything to help them lose. Like they were just in this weird situation where. They, they just kept giving the ball back to the Jags, and the Jags were just, like, slicing them up, like, methodically mm-hmm. in that whole second half. I mean, the Chargers kicker missed a kick. Like, you said they were going to have bad special teams luck. Like, that's Chargers football. But, like, it's like I cannot blame Justin Herbert for this loss, which is so weird because they blew a four-touchdown lead. But they literally didn't – he didn't do anything wrong. So, it's, like, so hard to, like, have both of these thoughts in your head at the same time. Like – what what did Justin Herbert do bad in that game? Like I, I don't know. Like too many batted passes open. at the line. It seemed like every other throw was being batted at the line. I I just yeah. It's it's got to be his delivery. He's got that sidearm delivery. You think being that tall, you'd be able to throw it over the line, but there was just too many batted passes, and it didn't give his receivers enough chances. Okay. That's fair. There were some batted passes, but it, I like I didn't see like bad throws. I didn't see like this should have been picked or anything. So I, it wasn't no fumbles. It wasn't like yeah. bad decisions. So yeah, it's the so Chargers hard. benefit from great field position in the first half with those four interceptions. Yeah, and then like you said, they just they literally did nothing all game because if it wasn't for that field position, they may have gotten blown out in the second half. Like this could have been a close score in the first half. It was like, it's such a weird game, man. It's such a weird game. Like, every touchdown or field goal they had, it was 15 yards, 25 yards, like the shortest field imaginable. And then Mm -hmm. the second half comes, and they're like, can't run. They just drop back, drop back, punt. Drop back, drop back, punt. They, like, never had the ball in the second half. They never had it. I was just like, okay. And then once it got to about like what 30 to 20 i was like oh shit oh shit this is getting close you knew you knew what was gonna happen i knew man once it got to 30 to 20 i was Mm -hmm. like oh no oh no and then they convert the two-point conversion and i was like oh shit the the jags get this ball back it's over it's over does brandon staley still have a job nick i don't know i saw that they fired the offensive coordinator and uh some other offensive uh, coaches yesterday. I think Brandon Staley keeps his job because of the four interceptions in the first half. Because he's calling that defense. I guess they think they get some OC help to help Justin Herbert in this offense. They might have something going in the next year. So I think Brandon Staley kept his job, at least for the time being. I think they interviewed Pat Shermer, so they're not looking too hard. Um, <laughs> Where you at, Cliff Kingsbury? This is a stop for you. <laughs> oh, he's that dude's living the life in Thailand. I'm not even gonna blame him or fault him. Um, he's got bigger fish to fry. <laughs> Credit to him. hey, like he's. I wish Aaron Rodgers would go do that. Just disappear in Thailand. A one-way ticket. <laughs> Leave us alone. Uh, <laughs> so we got two upsets in the wild card. Um, Giants and Jags. 
Do we see any upsets this week? Has to be. There has to be. There always is. There always is in this round. At least one upset. I, I think possibly. I mean, would either the Bengals or the Cowboys? But I think those are those games are pretty close. They're not like major disparity between teams. So I don't know if we'd really call those an upset. I think the bigger upsets would be is if the Jags or the Giants can move on the next round, which I don't see either one of those happening. Exactly. All right. All right. Um, who do we think is the best team standing right now? I'd have to either go Chiefs or Niners, but we haven't seen the Chiefs play in the second or in the playoffs yet. Tony, I would agree with Nick. I'd say Niners or Chiefs. All right, yeah, I'm probably gonna just go Chiefs. Um, we'll see how they play against the Jags. All right, that means it's time. Let's get into it. Let's make some picks. Just like last week, we usually make our picks early in the week. We did not this time. We're doing it right now, live on the fly. So let's get into it. Two games Saturday, two games Sunday. We only got a few more weeks, gentlemen. Mm-hmm. First game on Saturday, Jaguars at Chiefs. This game at the beginning of the week started at Chiefs favored by eight and a half points. That spread did not move this week. So, let's start with you, Tony Parlay. Who do you have? Jags, Chiefs. Chiefs being favored by eight and a half points. Well, my Lonely Island didn't do too well last week. It was like three and three. So, hopefully I can do a little bit better. Less games. Maybe I won't miss as many. I'm going to take the Jags plus eight and a half. Jags are winning this game. Tony's putting this out there right now. Jags upsetting the Chiefs in Arrowhead. Trevor Lawrence isn't losing on Saturday. Jags winning this game. There's your upset of the weekend. They knock out wow. Chiefs. Wow. All right. Wow. Nick, what do you have to say about that? Unlike Tony last week, I actually had a pretty good week. I think uh maybe maybe these live picks could be helping me. But I'm gonna go opposite of what Tony's saying here. I'm gonna go Chiefs. That line is a little – I almost went with the Jags, but I, I think the, the Chiefs at home, I think they pull us out. I think the Cinderella Jags are done here. All right. Chiefs it is. That means I'm the tiebreaker. Someone's going to be on a lonely island. I said it was the best team standing. It's the Chiefs, Jags. Big emotional win at home last week. Now having to travel on the road. And they played a shit game, let's be honest. They played a shit game last week. So I, I think Casey easily is going to overcome the spread of eight and a half points. I'm going with Chiefs. That means Tony is on his lonely island with this game. You said you didn't want to be on a lonely island. What happened, buddy? <laughs> I couldn't convince you. I couldn't convince you. I tried. No. I was trying there. Come on, man. Eight and a half. No. Um, 
cardiac kitties can only make yeah. it so far, and I think their luck runs out this week. Next game on Saturday, divisional opponents, the New York football giants versus the Philadelphia Eagles. Eagles had the number one seed in the NFC. They are favored by seven and a half points. That line did not change at all this week. We're going to start with you, Nick. Who do you have? Giants at Eagles. I'm going to go with the Giants in this game. I feel that the Eagles still win, but like we always talk about, this is a division game. They've already seen each other twice. I think the Giants are high from their their opening round win. Jalen Hurts might still be a little rusty because he was out a few weeks, played that last game, and now have the week off. I think this game's closer than that, but the, the Eagles still win. Okay, okay. I'm going to go Giants as well, only because of that half-point hooker mm-hmm. with this game. Um, I think it's going to be a touchdown game. Yeah. Eagles win. So that leaves you, Tony. Are you going consensus, or are you going Lonely Island again? This is a trap. I cannot <laughs> go with the Giants. This is a trap. I want to pick the Giants so bad. I looked at that hook, and I was like, yeah, that's tasty right there. Seven and a half. This is a trap. Eagles are going to go for two at some point, and they're going to win this game by eight. I guarantee you, Eagles win this game by eight. Some shenanigans are going down with the sports book. Give me the Eagles. Eagles okay. are winning this by eight. Lonely Island yet again for Tony. I will say, if they win by eight, clip boy, pull That's it. That's right. That's right. <laughs> All right. That brings us to the Sunday games, final two games. Cincinnati Bengals at the Buffalo Bills, a game that we were supposed to get a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. We did not get because of the DeMar Hamlin situation. So even more intrigue behind this game. This spread started at four and a half. It's now at five and a half. One point. Buffalo the favorite. Let's talk about it a little bit. This is a game that we thought we were going to get to kind of decide who's the best team in the AFC. We did not get it for just uh, unforeseen circumstances, but also circumstances that just were, they are what they are. But I'd say, like, the emotion of this game, now the Bills are playing at home, whereas mm-hmm. they're playing in Cincinnati initially. Yeah. What do we think here, Nick? I think... I think the Bills win this game. I'm just not sure if they're going to cover. I th- I believe uh, DeMar had a week home. I think he makes it to this game. I think everyone wants him at this game. And I think that's going to give the Bills a little extra momentum. And I I think I will pick the Bills to cover in this. Okay. All right. Tony, thoughts on this game? Something's up with this game. Something is up. They're giving you an extra point with Joe Burrow. 
Something is up. It doesn't smell right. It stinks. It smells fishy. I don't care how stinky it is. I'm taking the Bengals and this extra point. Give me five and a half. Like Nick said, I don't know if the Bengals can win this game up there with all that's going on. Seems like if we get that, if they do all that work for Bills Chiefs neutral site and it's not Bills Chief, like the NFL is just going to get laughed at all kinds and shit. That's conspiracy talk going on. But it's too many points to give Joe Burrow. That can, that feels like a field goal game. I know the Bengals' offensive line is pretty shaky now, but it's too many points to give them. That's a field goal game. Right now, now, now yes. you're saying they're shaky. <laughs> They've lost three starters in like uh, a month. Never I will say, if they come out the way shaky. they did against the Dolphins, they will lose that game. Yeah. All right. That leaves me as the tiebreaker. Once again, somebody's going on a lonely island. I honestly think that whoever wins this game is going to the Super Bowl for the AFC. Um, That's how big of a momentum shift this game will be. It'll most likely go on to play the Chiefs, neutral side or not. Uh, we'll see. I'm going with the Bengals. I think they upset. I think they beat the Bills. I think they're the better team. This was the only spread that had any movement this week, mm-hmm. so I'm not sure what's going on there. Still taking the Bengals. That means Nick is on a lonely island for that game. All right, final game of the weekend. The Dallas Cowboys at the San Francisco 49ers. Like I kind of gave it away. Uh, no movement in this spread. Three and a half. 49ers are the favorite. Nick, who do you got in this game? I'm going to take the Cowboys. I think that they get things figured out on the, the kicking side of the ball. And Dak and that offense looked good against a pretty decent Buccaneers defense. I mean, it's not quite San Francisco's, but I think that they end up getting it done on the road. This is going to be one of those old 90s battles between the 49ers and the Cowboys. All right. All right. I'm going to go with the Niners. That was one of my Super Bowl picks. We won't talk about the other pick. Um, I'm going to stick with them. I think they cover. They're just one of the best teams in football right now. And I think the Cowboys, yeah, it's just going to be a tough job for them. Um, Yeah. Niners. Tony. That means one of us is going to be on the Lonely Island. You're the tiebreaker. Who do you got? I have to pick the Cowboys. I'm getting the hook as well. You don't have to, but... (laughs) This is going to be the Dan Quinn revenge game with Kyle Shanahan. Revenge for last year and how embarrassed the Cowboys were by the Niners. This is the Cowboys' turn. And this is it, man. Brock Purdy gets to finally face a good team. The The Niners finally get to face a good team and a good quarterback. Let's see how they do. Let's see how they do. I like the Cowboys' chances with the way that they're playing. Dak looking as good as he possibly has looked. 
It's time for Brock Purdy to get exposed. It's time for Brock Purdy to get exposed. This is where the Cowboys have the advantage. If there's anyone that can beat this team, it's going to be the Cowboys. Whoever wins this game is going to the Super Bowl in the NFC. I'll tell you that one right there. Whoever wins this one will win that NFC championship game and go to the Super Bowl. I can see that. See that Cowboys do win this game and be huge momentum for them. But um, I just I, gonna be I tough. Know. It's yeah, gonna be it tough. Will be tough. Yep. Gonna be if tough. If they do lose this game, it will be by a field goal. Yep. That's how I feel too. It will be by a field goal. It'll be a close game. Yep. Yep. Don't know how this guy's gonna do in this kicker, but that's why they lose. That's why they lose. I mean, or they may tough. lose by three missed extra points. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> they won't let him keep kicking extra points <laughs> if he kicks like two misses too. Ugh, stressful. So stressful. All right. Those are divisional playoff games. That list is getting shorter and shorter as we get along. All right. Before we get out of here, final thoughts. Nick, you got any for us? Hopefully it's another good weekend of NFL playoffs because the first one has a lot to compete with, aside from the last game, but made Tony happy. One of these weekends is usually a letdown, so hopefully it's not this weekend. It's usually those championship games. Yeah. Um. So let's – hey, I know my picks don't indicate it. Would love to see some upsets this week. That would be great. Tony, final thoughts? I'm done with, with Sean Payton. Mike McCarthy is the coach of the Cowboys. Please, please. Please, Sean Payton, get hired somewhere else. And so I don't have to deal with this anymore. Mike McCarthy, you've got the team going in the right direction. We're good to go. I am not done with Sean Payton. <laughs> so, hey, buddy, if you're in the area, would love to take you to Shanahan's for a nice steak dinner, buddy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, that'll do it for us. This has been the Sports Buds for Nick Kerr, Tony Reyes. I'm Chris Billings. Have a great weekend watching football, you beautiful people. Good night.